0: Hey there, boys and girls, welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. Nick and George here, just catching up.
1: This is the catch-up episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've actually seen a lot of horror.
0: Yeah. Right? So that was like... I felt like when we were recording Weekly like I watched nothing right now I'm just watching
1: (laughs) now we're stacked on on horror so I'm excited to talk a lot about a lot of the horror but we also wanted to play with a new idea that we'll talk about later a little later on in the show I'm very
0: excited that yeah I'm
1: I'm I'm super excited about but I'm also super excited about collaborating with not just like our the social media following but anyone's listening because um, we're gonna need help kind of like bringing this one to fruition because it's bigger than just what two people could do but anyway so we had seen a lot of horror. What, what do you want to start with? Because we saw some in in real life in real theaters. but we also saw some streaming stuff, and we've we we've I've just got to I've just if we don't start with this I gotta tease it now. We have this running joke between us that like every two years or so we just all of a sudden look up and and look to each other and we're like. They haven't done a good werewolf movie in a while, have they? And then we go looking for a good werewolf movie, and then we're invariably disappointed if it's anything that was made after, like, you know, dog soldiers. So, (laughs) so, so we were like, you know, let's try it again. And then funny news is there's like, let's start with that. Okay. So we
0: watched, let's start with. Uh
1: do I start low or high? Let's start low. Let's start low and get it out of I'll fire. fight for this a little bit, so but go
0: ahead. Yeah, a little bit. So we watched uh The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> Man, people really like this one, and I wish I did. <laughs> I I just couldn't. I was so mad. I was expecting like this great werewolf movie who done it. And um mm-hmm.
1: And honest. what'd you get? Like, to explain to me. Because I, I I, I also disliked the movie at the time, although, like I told you, after it, it actually really grew on me after the watch. But it was very frustrating during the watch, which is a weird experience. But It
0: grew on me, like... It did grow on you. You hate this movie. No, <laughs> it did. It grew, it grew like, it a did. little. Oh, God. Okay. But, like... But <laughs> <laughs> we were so
1: mad. I, we were both mad. But I want to... I, so, we're, we're, I just, it fascinates me, because I moved from my initial position so much but what like you're still around the initial position so what did you end up with it was just badly acted this bad story bad i just didn't care for it
0: (laughs) like i just i couldn't get into like any of the characters or and it had uh robert um foster
1: robert yeah yeah yeah. it had uh they got from jackie brown and yeah and all the other amazing things he's done yeah um matter of fact it was dedicated to him i think it might have been his his final film um, and he's an amazing actor. He was actually amazing in it. But go ahead.
0: Well, the initial premise of mm-hmm. werewolf in said village or town or sorry, it was hollow. thirty days
1: a night wolf style, right? I think that was wasn't that well, the
0: not really wolf style. But. right, <laughs> right, yeah, okay. They proceed as as we discovered, right? No, so like like I was telling you. Uh, Earlier, we actually had like a really great phone conversation where I like nailed all the problems I had with it, yes. and I forget all of them <laughs> except okay, no, 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 I remember, I remember some of that's them. This is the podcast
1: is for okay, yeah, yeah. So I I to, tell you about uh, the great conversations
0: we had, had couple moment. couple days. You guys, you missed it. You should have been <laughs> yeah, on our you Should have been on you have our subscribed private call. Yeah. No, so like one of the problems that I had with it was like, and I, it's not like I'm not trying to compare it to this, but like when you look at a movie that's titled after like a town. Yes, like Sleepy Hollow, right? Or uh, what was that dark night? Well, that's not the name of the town. Um,
1: I just didn't like really... Sleepy Hollow, Gotham, all the like s- fictional towns that have atmosphere. Yeah, this... even in Thirty Days a Night, Barrow, you, you, like you know the town, you know where you are. You're right. My biggest thing
0: was I didn't feel like I knew like the Snow Hollow. You didn't like the place right. area, right. no. And I, I just I remember not like really connected to. it. I didn't think like there was a lot of texture there.
1: And I agree with that almost entirely. Although I think I don't. I think you missed the setup to the best like assault or kill scene in the movie. Cause you were out of the room, you were like in the kitchen or whatever, when it started. But I I think that you, so, but that was the most kind of evocative of the town. And I don't Mm. even think you saw it, but it wasn't that long. (laughs) (laughs) And it, you're right. They did not establish that place commensurate to what you would think if it's at the title of a movie. Right. I, I totally, I agree. I still agree. Um, of- I I by the way, spoilers for this because we're gonna have to. Oh God, the cat is attacking be, be Nick, crazy daredevil. <laughs> um, the, sorry about that. We have a cat loose. He leaped dead. from George's knee to my knee. Cat people <laughs> pull full claws. Full <laughs> claws out. Um, the there's gonna be spoilers because we got to because I hated the ending and still hate the ending. Absolutely hate. Thought it was just like unbelievably poorly executed. Why, why don't we do this? Because I think I have a better memory of it. And I don't want to spend too long on this movie. I'm more excited about the other movies we're going to talk about. So, um, But just real quick, the fight for it part of this to me was, first of all, Robert Forster was great. Second of all, um, until the reveal, the werewolf design was actually really good. Yeah, I'll and give third, it that. the villain was super creepy when they came to the taxidermist and the looks he was getting and the angles he was being shot at he was legitimately unnerving. Like he was like, it, it It was weird. He gave me the vibe. Like if Slender Man ever really was scary, if it had ever been really good at it, it, like it, it could have looked like this guy or moved like mm-hmm. this guy or acted like this guy. So I really liked that part about it. I also thought the movie was pretty daring, but the, the thing that drove me absolutely batshit crazy about this movie in hatred was they for some reason they decided they they just had to make the main character's story and his relationship with his dad meaningful. They ha- he had to explain why he was so depressed over and over and over again. He had to explain why he didn't have healthy relationships over and over and over again. He had to explain like whatever, and it just it it felt um. If that 's Louis, that 's Louie was on the podcast. It felt um not just unnecessary but like for no point like wh- because i didn 't see how it fit into anything else that was happening in the movie, and I love shit like that like that 's the entire idea behind my favorite you know mainstream American horror film, which is Cat people is mm-hmm. that that movie is working as a really complex high level metaphor. And so I dig that, but it did not work here at all. That character was just awful.
0: Yeah, I will say the only, the thing I did because like I like I said earlier, like I didn't really connect with any of the characters. I thought he did have some pretty funny parts. He, yeah, there I was just,
1: some humor for sure.
0: Like like when he and and the 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 only thing I really gave it credit for was I thought the reveal of who was in the werewolf suit, Bertrand uh, murdering yeah. people. Was really good. I thought that, that shot That was good. That shot was creepy. And I and I and, and I also liked his response to it when the guy stands up and he's like seven feet tall. He's like, God, that's what I thought. And <laughs> that, he just, was he, amazing. Like, that was he, amazing. He knew what he had to do. Like that was the best part of the movie, yeah. in my opinion. But, I agree.
1: And and I but see the thing is that feeling and that smile you just got on your face saying that, like that feeling, I actually had that feeling in like Five or six islands in that movie. Right. Right? You just didn't get that feeling anywhere else. Yeah, I just but, got the I just right? got the one. Which is fair. I mean, that's how it happens. All right. We gotta move past this movie. But anyway, um, it's a weird experience because it, to me it was a movie that was super frustrating and aggravating in a lot of parts watching it, and then really grew on me afterwards. I can't explain it. It's it's kind of like what happened to Personal Shopper if I didn't like Personal Shopper when I watched it but I love the i it so yeah, that's a great movie. So, <laughs> anyway. a- all right. So, but now Werewolf movie number 2 mm. is Werewolves within.
0: But uh, that was great.
1: Go run with like tell me anything you want to tell me about. This because you can't go wrong any- anywhere in this movie, really, right? No, it was
0: like all around like really great. Right. Um the werewolf design in this one, I think, wasn't as good as the other one, mm-hmm. funny enough. But I still thought it did the... That's it,
1: the lowest mark for the movie, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you really only see, it spoilers, you only see the werewolf, like, full transformation, like, once at right. the end. So the rest of it is them, like, mur- getting murdered or <laughs> him not even... Do- or it not doing anything. Right, and it <laughs> feels all.
1: like a... it's a Knives outy kind of
0: yeah. feel mixed with horror. Right. They they really did because like that's one of the things about the werewolf movies like who's the werewolf and mm-hmm. um yeah, the, the the Snow Hollow I thought did a decent job at it mm-hmm. I thought this did a better job at it like this one everyone has a reason as to why or why not they could or could not be the totally. the werewolf it was it was I thought it was really well written the comedy is hilarious it was
1: much funnier. Like, oh, way a tr- truly hilarious movie right I th- see this is one of those movies that just feels like a really solid B to me all the way through like yeah like it's just it's just really good all the way through no, not great anywhere but really good all the way through like Tucker and Dale I think achieves greatness in some parts yeah. right like I don't think this get gets quite to that level it's not like what we do in the shadows this is not that but no. but this is Like, really good all the way through. Like, And I appreciate that because I feel like a lot of the content we watched during the the, onset of the pandemic and and maybe even before it, during this whole process, has been, like, wildly inconsistent. Like, Mm -hmm. great movie, terrible movie, or movie that's great here and then terrible here and then great again here. Like, just really up and down. This movie is just really good, really fun, really well done in all of its parts all the way through, which... I appreciate it
0: shot well. The atmosphere mm-hmm. is great. This is a it is because it's 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 more snowy than Snow Hollow. <laughs> it's true. There, I mean, there's a lot of like really good shots. Like it actually reminded me of like Donkey Kong Country. There's a few ice like snow levels, and the snow is like those big thick snowflakes. You know, like yeah, yeah, up and I, yeah. And the the movie has a lot of shots like that. And I think it does. I always I always think. Snow is like the best, like production value looking that you can add to anything. Like it just Absolutely. makes it makes everything look so much more goddamn cool. Like, um,
1: yeah. Think about thirty days of the night without snow.
0: Think about Batman Returns not in Christmas time. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> it, sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, right. I agree. Uh, but so it, it it looks really really great too. It does. The um the editing was the dude who I met at the premiere of Cooties. Yes, which that guy's got a resume.
1: Yeah, it turned out.
0: Uh, Well, it, yeah, because he did, like, Mandy. Mm-hmm. I think he did... Yeah,
1: you said a bunch of stuff that we like.
0: Bunch of shit. Um, Brett Bachman, I think is his name is. And the editing in this is really good and really funny. They do a lot of... um. What were we talking about? Was, uh, we were talking about it with Garen when Garen came. Whenever in Hail, Caesar, they say the movie, you hear an eagle in the background. Yep. There's a lot of little bits of that in um, uh, Werewolves Within that I... Thought was really well
1: done. Yeah, the, the biggest compliment I can pay this movie is that at some point I turned to you and said that this really reminds me in its tone of Housebound because I love Housebound. And if you haven't seen Housebound, it's like a really incredible horror comedy. Just a just I mean, almost maybe as good as Tucker and Dale, but um, just really funny, but like sort of unpredictable. And I felt like that was. You gotta have some swagger to go in and make a movie like this and think that you're we're not gonna figure out in advance what's going on. But mm-hmm. this movie was so sure of itself, right? Which was which was good. I really like how um,
0: I don't know how to describe it. Like it, it kind of gave me like what I wanted to happen happen. Yes. Yes. Um, like I guess we'll just like go with the this. first
1: Happy Death Day. Like it, you can't, when it's over, you're like, yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's second
0: uh, but go ahead. Uh, so I'll just go into some like spoilers yeah. here. But like at the end, you have your lead, and then like the weird cabin guy, uh-huh. who was the main villain in true detective season one and like Mm -hmm. so like that guy's just (laughs) insanely talented so good um like i wanted them both to live and then it Mm -hmm. went to that part in a horror movie where you know like the last you know someone else might die or they might try to squeak in one more body count yep and and then they didn't and you sort of got this happy ending with like these two two characters and i'm really glad they did that because i'm kind of tired of being bummed (laughs) for. for, it's nice to have a fun yeah me too that that was
1: like that's what makes me so angry i get it though can message us for God's sakes. I, I, I cabin in the woods, like by the time it was over, I was really interested in. So like when two interesting people get together, they create something that doesn't exist before they get together. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like whatever it is, a conversation between them, a child, like whatever they're going to, the, the, the the interchange of two interesting people leads to something interesting that didn't exist we were just there with the Cabin of the Woods characters and they ended the world, Yeah. <laughs> right? And we were just there with these two people. It's legitimately interesting to wonder what's going to happen to them next and uh, and what do they say to each other and if they'd killed them <laughs> or one of them. What do you think the relationship between the main, the two leads? That's what, I'm, that's what I mean, right? Like, that. It, 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 it felt to me like they each had a really powerful quirk even though the quirks don't line up to each other, they're going to make it line up. It works for them. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I thought, thought, well, I thought, I thought, well, before you find out the thing, we're we're (laughs) just going into spoilers now. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I thought, I thought the, the male lady and the ranger lined up pretty perfectly. Um, So I, I, I really kind of like, yeah, but
1: he, he, so that's what I mean is he has a sort of deep flaw.
0: (laughs) Yeah. As a character. Right? Well, yeah, his was he kept answering the wife, and he kept being the kind of anonymous about why he was he
1: moved there. <laughs> right? Though, no, yeah, the, the answering the call was ridiculous. But no, I mean that he was he was really kind of weirdly obsessive, and it was off putting to the other people around him. Like they knew that he was kind of over the top, <laughs> right? As a person, like with how like. Boy scouty, he was. He was very boy scouty, right? Like, or is it just me? No, he was definitely very, it, very it, boy. Scout-y. It felt like it felt like he had to be boy scouty. Like it was something that he was going to do. Yeah, he
0: was very good hearted That was his whole right, right.
1: And that, but that he that you were going to know about it. He's one of those people where if he's in your life, if he's a friend of yours, you you know he's a good person. You know today he was a good person, and he lets you know that he was a good person today. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's one of those people, right? Like he had that he had that thing, and I, you know, and and she has one of those things as well. And it feels like they kind of understand each other because they're made the same is my point. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 No, I,
0: when I now that I'm just sitting here thinking about the movie, I just really liked the setting of it. I thought that little hotel or, uh, inn, whatever you call it, I thought was really like, I felt yeah. like I knew the place, yep. which was my biggest complaint about totally. snow hollow. Totally.
1: Yeah. No, excellent movie. And, and not scary at all, but really, really funny. So like like legitimately funny was it gory or I don't remember much. I mean it had some good like I mean what you would call action scenes I guess but it wasn't it never got scary in the way that like a movie like so if you think about a movie that's like similarly like a well made all the way through but not great like Life remember with the Ryan Reynolds movie that movie's really good not great because it's too derivative but it's really good in parts right but there are scenes in that movie that are terrifying. Mm -hmm. There's a scene that's really hard to watch, and then there's another scene that's actually really scary, right? So nothing in this movie is scary to any of that
0: level, right? No, but it it is Hilarious. All it the is way hilarious
1: through. all the way through, and it's not boring. And there, there's really good action, and they don't pull back on the gore where that where gore makes sense. It's just that it was never meant to be scary. I don't think this movie tried to no, be scary. But it is
0: nice to have something that is consistently funny. Totally, because it's been a while since like something came out that's just like laugh after laugh. Absolutely. Like when the dog died and he ran into the bells and he was like, "She got its wings." <laughs> like that part was. <laughs> <laughs> the, everyone was saying like, they think it's like the best movie of the year like, they've seen. Like, is it? No, no. I mean, I, I, no, I don't know what I would say the best movie of the year is. Like, I, off the so of my head.
1: I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make myself mad saying this out loud, but I have a feeling that a couple of years from now, when all of these have faded from my memory, um, if I come across werewolves within and wolfless know how hollow, hollow streaming, I would probably rewatch parts of Wolf of Snow Hollow before I did Werewolf's Wind just because I feel like Werewolf's Wind was fun once it, it's the way I feel about A Quiet Place I don't think I'm ever going to watch A Quiet Place anymore. I see what you mean, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Quiet Place is great but like I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again why would I watch it again? I might watch like the nail scene again, or I might watch like a, for fun, like a scene. <laughs> well, you yeah, know, to break it down, like how they pull it off, like right. right. That's it. That made my butt cheeks <laughs> like right. right. That's exactly. Yeah, um, it's a memorable scene, right? Sometimes it's fun to take those apart, but like, like that's how I. There's some movies that are really well done, like Zodiac, where I'm like, oh my god, I gotta watch. I'm gonna have to watch this like four times before I feel satisfied, right? But like Quiet Place, I'm like, I watched it once, it was great and I'll never watch that again right and that's what, how I feel about worlds within and that's not how I feel about wolfs within. I still have questions yeah uh, well, so anyway I think that no, I but think it's that's, good I but it's really but, interesting yeah but it's a good movie all right so we do you want to talk about the our seeing movies in real life
0: at all uh or do you want to... yeah we can, or what else do we have well I just want to quickly throw out oh. fear Street 1994 Fuck yeah go ahead. was pretty bad because like, i didn't see that oh it was not <laughs> that's, dude that's I, right. alex and i alex and i watched it together and i thought she would really dig it because it's a teen slasher film and you know like oh by the way for the listeners they have a book deal that went through i don't know if we mentioned that oh with, we should because sure. like it's official right. yeah the alex and rebecca uh got got their book deal so their book horror hotel uh it's available for pre-order on amazon and the wait, uh, is it available for pre-order now yeah it's available for pre-order now you're but, gonna be
1: seeing a lot of this on halloween
0: but even so i i highly recommend you go in pre-order obviously but if even if you don't at least go look at the artwork yeah it's an amazing there was an like, artist and i wish i knew his name off the top of my head but he did a really uh, if you're in the halloween group you've definitely seen this but he did a commission for an exorcist like poster just like a reimagining of the poster and there's like skulls like kind of hidden everywhere and it's very very scary Um, and if you google like exorcist fan poster I think that's how it comes up sometimes Um, find that one that cat did the artwork for this book. Yeah. And it and is And you could sort of tell actually. Yeah, you could you could definitely see it wasn't until I looked at them both together I was like, Oh shit, this guy's got like a skull theme going on
1: because I never really Right, because that cover is so good. Like there's there's only like a tier a tier of authors like Stephen King, Paul Tremblay, maybe like Joe Hill, like whatever. And then everything else in every other thing tier looks designed a certain way. All their covers look the same. There was that video we've talked about. Right. Right, right, watched, yeah. right. And then there's just that top tier where it looks different. Right. This looks like that's them. I got so excited for them. I'm like, Oh my God, it looks like the guy who does Joe Hill's book covers. does your cover. It is that a cover. Is so good. It I'm is
0: like, a fantastic.
1: Like, holy shit. So uh, cover. Yeah. So,
0: so go pre-order or at the very least, we'll put the reorder link in the show. notes. Yeah. Look at that cover. It is really amazing. So, Anyways, we had watched uh, Fear Street 1994. Yes, and if you want to watch a movie, wait, hold on.
1: I just want to give context to this. So you're a huge Goosebumps fan, not so much a Fear Street fan. No,
0: I, I never really knew of it. Right, um, not Fear Street, right? No, no. But you no. knew Goosebumps. Knew Goosebumps.
1: But you and Alex knew Goosebumps as well, but not really Fear Street. She did so, know Fear Street. Oh, she did know Fear yeah, Street. Yeah. Okay, so all right, so she knew Fear Street better than you, but you're going into this like being really familiar kind of with what it is also. And then hyped. you, right. But then also you guys are huge, scary stories to tell in the dark fans. Yes. Right. A thousand percent. So that's n- how the, we met. Right.
0: <laughs> Talking. Right. That about, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So
1: like, like that's what I'm saying. So the, I, I think the context of your take on fear street makes it so much interesting because this is where you're coming from. Like you potentially could be a huge fan of this.
0: Yeah. yeah. And we couldn't have hated it more. <laughs> I, and I, and so to be yeah. fair though. I haven't seen the second one, which apparently mm. is getting great. Uh, yeah, I heard it's way better than the first. Yeah, and then the third one comes out tomorrow, so yeah, it's, it's like It's really fast. Um, God damn, if we didn't care at all about these characters, like the like the relationship didn't feel real. The rivals between like they had this cool like school rival thing happening that they completely dropped off. Um, the, if you want to watch a movie where the cast sits down after getting chased by a monster and then explains to you what they need to do <laughs> this is the movie for you they do that five fucking times Throughout the movie, like they get chased, they go to a door, and they're like, "It's as if we need to go back to the grave and return the cross, and then say a prayer, and then shoot the bitch in the face." And you're like, "What? Why are they?" Then they run somewhere else, and they're like, "It's almost as if we need to go to the doctor's office, get a prescription." You're like, "Oh my god, could you just, could you just do it? Like, could you just, could you just do it?" And. So, this movie, I will say this movie has a lot of, and this is why I I do want to check out the other two. There's a lot of cool creatures, like Mm -hmm. monsters in it. Like, there's a uh, a guy with an axe. There's um, this one woman from the 50s who, like, stabs people who this one guy thinks is just real smoking hot. (laughs) There's... you know there, there there's there's some
1: cool there's some You're making p- this sound like mystery science theater bad like it, it, like it could it, be fun bad
0: I think it was <laughs> but everyone online was like teen horror forever and I'm like yeah but not that <laughs> like I, like
1: I like No wait so let me say something potentially important okay. and then and then go back because I because I got to I got to backtrack to what you just said The potentially important thing is so I, I, strangely I heard um NPR's like always you know kind of elite, like, take on everything. So you don't expect them to like horror. They rarely do, to be right. honest, right? But both reviewers they brought to the to the weekend, you know, roundup thing were asked about Fear Street, and it was the second one. They had watched the first and the second. Mm-hmm. And I expected them to hate it because you had already told me you hate it, and I figured their standards are way higher than yours for this shit because you love like why some why horror. you love scary stories that tell in the dark right? Yeah. and I'm sure they didn't right no so I was like, well, they're gonna hate it more than you and they were like, this is great I was like what, what? and then they were like, but we'll warn you you do not try to watch the second movie without having seen the first movie you you ha- you will, you, will ha- you you have to see this the first movie to enjoy the second movie. So That's feel, unfortunate, right? Right, I know, but I feel like I, I'm inferring from that that the first movie might have been like an hour and ten of setup, yeah, for what's happening in the rest, right? It's not like Lord of the Rings, where each was smart enough to figure out how to be standalone. So maybe all the good stuff comes in the later. Like this seen. was the sacrifice, right? So the, I I just wanted to say that, but then I'm gonna take it all back by going when you when you messaged me or called me or whatever happened. To tell me that you had watched it and then you explained to me why you hated it. I was laughing even harder than I was laughing five minutes ago when you just did it again, sort of. Uh, and I was like, I couldn't. I will never forgive a movie this badness. This, this whatever that kind of badness is, I can't forgive. I, can't. I don't care if it's all set up. If if because that particularly bothers me when a movie is, is explaining to me over and over again what it's already showing me or the, re-explaining. I would to have me. had more respect. I get so mad. I would have
0: had more respect if there was a scene where the <laughs> where the main character looks directly at the camera and says, "Listen, dumb dumb, <laughs> this is what we're doing. You got that? You fucking idiot. You you pig boy." Boy, I mean, with your ring. popcorn, oink oink. <laughs> this is what we're doing, piss boy. <laughs> like I would have been like, you know what? Uh, you're thank gonna, like, you. Onboard. I would been like, thank you. Like, at least I like the abuse. At least you're being. <laughs> at least you're being honest. But then the movie right.
1: had, like, <laughs> but you're gonna give the second one a chance. So there was enough in there. No, well, if,
0: the, the there was nothing no, in there. No. There was nothing in there. I'm just yeah, giving the second gonna... <laughs> one a chance because I got a like a weekend free. <laughs> I'm not. The first one, the first one did the second one. No favors.
1: (laughs) Wow. You, you hate this with integrity. Like you're, yeah, no, it's, it was, I like that. It
0: was not good. So so then this is my favorite part
1: of this. episode. So then
0: they, they have rules. So this woman, uh, gets, or sorry, this girl, they're high schoolers, right? So, so they, so they get blood, um, on, uh, some other people and the monsters are chasing people with blood on them. This girl's blood on them. Okay. Right. right, except sure. except one of them goes to the hospital, and then this boy that's there, like a, a I think he's dating the girl, but like the two girls are like in, in love, like that, like oh. but they're supposed to be. But she moved thirty. There's a line where she goes, oh, you know, we were dating, but you moved thirty minutes away. I'm like, what the fuck is thirty minutes away? Just aren't you guys? You guys got go hired in high school, and just
1: fucking drive, drive, meet each other halfway. Guess what? That's fifteen minutes away. Um, that's. That's interesting, actually. I wonder that uh, that you're making me like this movie because maybe there's like a radius for relationships. Like you could just do that with your relationships at home. You could be like, let's. Like, so I'll take my top three friends. Like if they moved, what's my breaking point? An hour and ten. <laughs> like hour and ten. I'm, hour and ten's too much. Hour and ten. Like we yeah exactly. But forty eight minutes. I'm st- we're yeah when still, Alex we're, and I started dating, still she
0: was fifty minutes away. I'm like fifty minutes is fine. An hour. <laughs> Okay, well, let's... This movie invented the radius. Yeah, so you got to give it that. Argument. It's the radius. Yeah. So um, apparently the monsters were only chasing the kids if they had uh, the blood that got splattered on them uh, from this girl. But then there's a... Shocking But twist. earlier in the movie... <laughs> yeah, very shocking. But earlier in the movie, the monsters kill like three people who had not one drop of blood. On them, <laughs> so either the monsters of are course. killing the people who have you know the traces of this girl's blood on them, who was cursed by the witch, or they're just killing people at all. That was a big problem for me because it was like you know, and people were saying, "Oh, the death scenes were so great." The death scenes were just okay. Oh, and, that's
1: interesting. So you, so the internet, the, the internet is is for this movie, is what you're telling the me.
0: The internet's on crack cocaine. The,
1: <laughs> yeah, the internet's for this movie, but they're. One of the arguments for the movie is that it has got great kill scenes. It's
0: got two great kill scenes. Okay. And it's two... Well, actually, it's only got one great kill scene. <laughs> and it's when... Uh, they. And this is the other problem with, me, with the movie. They killed off the two most interesting characters at the end. And it wasn't even like... A we just cool, talked about this. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't even... Don't for, do that. It wasn't even like a cool payoff right. at the end. Like, it wasn't like, oh my god, like they just died because they're right, like, we need to kill
1: everyone in the descent, but it made sense. There was a payoff for that.
0: Yeah. This was just like, well, why did you kill him at the fucking end? Like right. I didn't care about any of these characters. And the two characters I did care about, you killed at the end. I don't give a flying <laughs> fuck about anyone else in the movie, <laughs> but the one girl who dies, her death is pretty cool. Cause she gets her head pushed through a bread slicer. <laughs> well,
1: that's funny. Yeah.
0: And then the other, then the, the other boy, he gets like a ax to the head pickaxe to the head or something like that yeah, and then right. and then but then uh so these kids and i i think i think it was alexandra west from faculty of horror yeah she was like i missed the part oh, i think you sent me that tweet where she posted mm-hmm. where she was like i think i missed that part of my life or in my teens or my life is a mortal danger <laughs> like every 30 minutes or something like that um but then <laughs> So the, so these kids have these monsters chasing them, right? And they right. save they they you know, they save the day. Right. Oh, and by the way, so the the main the main girl has this little brother who is smart as a whip. Like he okay. is he is he is sharp. That's he good. he 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 actually They're useful he in, actually in looked movie. into like the his uh, he's into like horror and like the paranormal and like all the lo- like dark shit, right? Perfect. So he has pretty much the whole fucking thing mapped out on his wall. Nice. Like the the town's history, nice. he goes every couple years this happens like he's he, the one who knows. He's the, the Helsing. He's How yeah which would have been if they had actually like played him more as Van Helsing that would have been badass but uh, but he was he was also my one of my favorites There's really only like three people um he he figures out what's happening he he pretty much game plans everything I love him and Sweet. they so they go through like a fucking night of just pure terror of monsters trying to kill them and successfully killing like two of their best friends okay. right they go home and he orders a pizza, and the the sister's like, "Did you order a pizza all by yourself?" Yeah, yeah, he fucking did. He also he also did the research. He also was the general patent of yeah. this operation. He also saved <laughs> most of us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so ordering a pizza, so the movie isn't even aware of what its own characters like, are oh, doing. Did you
0: pick up a phone and say you wanted one large pepperoni pizza? Wow. Like, yeah, that's not. A, so that's they not home a it.
1: They're like, Kevin, did you?
0: Yeah, but if Kevin was like a sorcerer, like, <laughs> right. like
1: just a smart person, so that pissed me off. Um, uh, you know what's funny is is how much you hate this movie because in our podcast dynamic, it's good to be back. In our podcast dynamic is you're like there's a that podcast left, right, center, and the guy the guy who introduces it is always like, you know, I'm your center. I every week I host the show, and then on the left represents the left side of the political, and on the right they have a right. So they have three hosts, right? Like, of ours, if, if we did positive-negative, you would be positive. I would be the negative. But you hate this movie. No, in fact, I think... <laughs> it is. I don't think I've ever heard you hate a movie as much as this movie. It was
0: it was a big letdown. <laughs> like, if you want to see a movie where kids run away from a bunch of monsters that come from book source material, like, watch Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It did what this movie wanted to do a trillion times which i
1: really liked and i don't tend to like ya horror so like the fact that i liked that movie was i was like well maybe this one will do it too well also and maybe the other ones do i mean there are two more coming so yeah yeah they're... that 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 is true but this
0: is just we'll, we'll for, catch for up na- next week for 1994 see. yeah yeah but um the other thing was is it wasn't scary at all it wasn't scary at right. all and i think it was also I, th- I also think it had an r rating whereas scary stories was i think pg-13 and there was far more frightening stuff. Like, I think that room... Yeah, there that,
1: were a couple of things to where you could see how it would be scary in scary stories. You could give it a chance. Um, although they... For some reason, Harold wasn't...
0: Hey, I didn't give a shit about Harold. That thing <laughs> in the room where every time you turned around it was closer, <laughs> and then the
1: jangly man. Yep. Like, that yeah, scene... That's, yeah, we, we talked about how good that was. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think those are... I, way, it. I agree. If, if if this movie had anything that scary in it, it would be succeeding. Right?
0: Yeah, and, and like that's the... Like, it, it, it looks like... 74 I think is the other one. It looks like the setting's going to be like classic slasher like camp counselors and that kind of stuff. Well,
1: if you honestly the funny thing here is this is we're going to hate this. But if you map this to the opinion of like like some horror consensus of you know, cool. horror was scary in the 80s, but it really sucked in the 90s and then it just got worse after that, right? Mm-hmm. But the 70s and the 80s were where it was at. Well, if Fear Street does three entries and the best one, it gets scarier as it goes, as it goes back in time, because it goes to the 80s and then the 70s. No, it goes from, 90s, it goes right?
0: 90s, it go, no, 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 it goes 90s, 17, and then the 1666.
1: Oh, oh, so it goes way back. Way back, yeah. Right, So, but the horror theory is the further back you go, the scarier it gets. So maybe, it's, <laughs> maybe this, this is going to map to that, right? Maybe this will be like... I think that'd be... it'll be accidentally like uh, you know how horror fans would expect it to go yeah
0: maybe i mean i'm i am gonna watch the second one yeah i'm I'm excited
1: to catch up and then do talk about it next week i've
0: heard that the second one is better um we'll see and the third one is is it should be about the witch which i think this whole thing sort of revolves around
1: right and
0: i'm always down for like witch horror films if they do it well for sure yeah. yeah so i mean
1: one of the most underrated horror films of the whole last century was Witchfinder General. Like, if you get that setting right, you can make a great movie. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, All right, speaking of, because your expectations going into Fear Street were part of your experience of Fear Street, and my expectations of how much you were going to love it were part of why I thought it was so hilarious. <laughs> you, you hated it because I was sure after you, were, you told me you were going to watch it with Alex that you guys were going to tell me it was great. And that we all oh, had, that's what I thought. We all totally. had to watch it. Like, that's where I thought this was headed. And then you telling me how much the movie kept t- t- telling you like, over and over again like, how to think. I was like, this is hilarious. So we're playing with this idea for either a segment for the podcast or limited series, whatever. But we want to figure out how to sort of map what it means, your expectations going into watching a horror movie, you know, primarily, but any kind of like dark themed or movie really, but um, compared to what you, your experiences of it is both in real time. And then maybe as you rewatch it and grow with it, right? Because it's a difference in the expectations What we find again and again is conversations on our Facebook group or with the good people we review, reviewers we like. Actually, there's a really good documentary or podcast series, I think, coming out about the history of the relationship between Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. Which which is interesting, right? So is it... it there's a documentary coming out? It's a podcast series, like the Apollo one I love. Ooh. It's going to be like that, but it's going to be about, you know, Siskel and Ebert. I like that. Um, yeah, the history and their impact and all that stuff, because that's a really interesting s- subject, right? But, like, whether we, we you see it in the reading of it or you in the fan base itself, or we're at a horror convention and people, you're just talking and you're like, you know, I, I oh my God, I thought, you know, I was expecting the Nightmare and Elm Street remake to be great. I mean, you know. Uh, and like, and, and your expectations of something compared to how the result of it is really impacts how you feel a movie.
0: Right.
1: But we do episodes all the time, and we have these conversations all the time, but we never track to see if there's a pattern to how this works. Mm-hmm. Like, are there certain movies or certain directors who pull this off over and over? You know, like how Hitchcock could always be sus- suspenseful. I have a feeling like Carpenter could always be like let down expectations and then over time beat the shit out of the expectations. Right. Right. Because a lot of his work just wasn't understood when it happened. He's a weird one though, because Halloween's like one of the biggest hits of all time in terms of profit. But the thing and Christine were disappointing and in real time, right? And turned out to be amazing movies. Yeah. <laughs> later. But maybe a lot of what those audiences expected is how it was a big part of how that played out. So it's just a really interesting subject. But we were like, we gotta track this now, <laughs> right? So we want to know how you feel about how expectations play into, and do you notice that it works a certain way in certain genres or certain kind of movies or certain directors or actors um, who always beat your expectations or you know, fail your expectations. Like I feel like there's certain people in the world who are meant for this subject i feel like an adam sandler is meant for this kind of topic right because mm. like my expectations of an adam sandler movie have a definite like bias to them, right right and when he pulls like a punch drunk love or a uncut gems on me like how, how, part of how much how i feel about that movie walking out of the theater is what i thought I was going to get from Adam Sandler going into the theater. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas there's other actors where like, I feel like with Bruce Campbell, if Bruce Campbell's involved in something like Ash versus evil dead, if you think back in the midst of time, when that was first coming out, like you, that's sort of a risky venture trying to pull off a franchise that has so few entries that are so loved by all of its fan base, including us. Right. And to try to play that over out over a TV series, get that tone right, update it, compete with what's happening now, not have it feel dated or played out. Like, that wasn't guaranteed to succeed. No. But I felt like all of us were like, when they did the first image of Bruce Campbell, there we we're like, "Oh, this is gonna be great," mm-hmm. <laughs> because and he, that's not interesting. He's just that he's always great, and we always expect him to be great. And he just always is great, even if he's just making a cameo. He's great. Like he's not interesting on the expectational meter, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But like Adam Sandler is. Am I making any sense? No, I think
0: I think that makes a lot of sense because when we were talking yesterday, we were talking of like the different layers of expectation. Mm-hmm.
1: That there, oh right, that we, right.
0: That there are, and um, I think I think it was it was Nate, uh, our our friend Nate, who was telling me about composing music horizontally. And so a lot of people look at it, you know, vertically. they're mm-hmm. like, here's the beginning of the song, here's the end of the song. But look at it in chunks horizontally, and mm-hmm. what layers can you add to it? And I think there's a lot that because if we want to try to track expectations mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of different points in which its score and you know is, right. is, is, is it's, it's
1: different than you it's hard so like like we were just talking before we started recording this we were talking because about the delta variant because i had seen it in the news and like whatever and i was like you know it's interesting is that the delta variant we keep saying it's like it's one thing but it's actually five it's five mutations we're just calling it by one name right like you're saying expectation is like five important pieces i think it's like 30 right right exactly (laughs) and it part of how this the fun of this will be figuring out which parts of those are important and which parts aren't important because i think you're totally right like part of one big example of that is 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 you know it's not just the expectation of what the content is right like if you tell me there's a new like when i'll give you a a, the perfect example of this to me right when mank was coming out I knew exactly what to think of that, like a black and white movie about on that subject from that director. Like I know exactly what that kind of movie should be like, right? Like that movie can't take me by surprise. Right. (laughs) Because that you just know by this point, that's going to be a certain way. Right. So that's the content. Right. But what if I went to a theater and saw that movie with a crowd that reacted a certain way and I had, had a certain great thing happen to me that morning, you know, like, you know, whatever. And then, you know, I was in a particularly good mood and I saw the movie with the right crowd, the atmosphere and the weather was right. Like, is that different or not? Cause I feel like it has been different for me. It's played into my expectations. I think
0: it's different every movie. And I think also where you're at mentally and physically in life is another thing that affects it. Like I remember oh, my yeah. expectations going into Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Right. And then it, exceeding my expectations and then right. me wanting to go and start learning vfx which is eventually like part of the reason why i moved out to like to la right it impacted your life yeah, yeah yeah so it exceeded my expectations and like i remember where i was at in my life at that time that's so interesting but like if scott Pilgrim came out today i would probably still really much enjoy it but i, I think it wouldn't it, hit it the, that way no it probably wouldn't hit the same way so but something
1: else could hit that way now
0: so like right but now, but it just wouldn't be Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> no, no, no. And so like right now, the only movie I'm very, I have high anticipation for right now is uh, the Green Knight. Right, right. And so I, what I guess I'll do for the show is I'll just sort of sit down and like, yeah, you know, we both
1: should do this. But we could do right now just the Green Knight. Thing. My two, I of the big movies coming out, I think one of the two the interesting, the most on my radar are Green Knight and Dune. I'm interested in, mm-hmm. in how both of those come out. Right. Yeah. So, but, so we'll see. So what do you, you expect the green Knight to be, I expect the green Knight to
0: blow my fucking socks off. <laughs> like I, and
1: you're basing that on what?
0: Just, I, I didn't, to be completely honest with you, I don't know where the obsession came from. Like, I remember when they announced it, I remember the idea of it was cool. Like, right. You challenge this guy, you his ass, And he's like, unfortunately I'm going to come back and murder all you. And you're like, right. or murder you. And I'm like, Okay, that's a cool concept. Didn't hear anything about the movie. And you saw this a long
1: time long ago. A long time His ago. the movie has been massively delayed.
0: Yeah, I think COVID really messed it up. Or it's just one of those movies where they announce it super early. Right, but and... you
1: heard about it a long time ago. Yeah,
0: and that concept like really ingrained in me. And then the trailer came out, and it was wonderful. So you
1: got you were excited about it on the concept. Then a year passed, and then the trailer came out. And the trailer was good enough. No, the trailer was great. To make you right, the trailer actually made your expectations either stay the same.
0: It's it it, it just sort of like woke them up. Like remember this is this is where you're at, and we'll find out in like two weeks if it right. That's that. Yeah, if if it does, and so I I guess I'll just sort of like sit down and journal like why, because I feel I feel like there's a lot of reasons because like you know the stories about this guy, you know, going to him and being like you know let's fucking like.
1: Well, and, and but there's a you're taking a big chance on this woman, right? Like, you know that because you're you're because so you, you don't have a very large sample set to go from about whether you're going to like this movie or not, because this the overriding elephant in the room thing about this movie is it's set in olden times.
0: Right? I think
1: it's going to be an olden times movie. So like. There are very few olden times horror movies that so you you don't know like that's a big deal right like, yeah no right, yeah right like not wrong like you they got to entertain you for two hours with no cars no guns no like right like take twenty four so, <laughs> so yeah but that's interesting like the, the, you're so confident that that's gonna be. Because that's, that's a risky kind of movie to make and, you know, try to pull off. Fans, you know, the horror fan community is split, as far as I can tell, exactly in half about The Witch. And The Witch, which is palpably one of the best horror movies of the last 20, right. 20 years or so, um, I just made half of the audience bad, right? But, like, the audience is really divided. But most of the objection to The Witch is it's not scary slash boring. And the reason it's not scary slash boring is because... Um, it's, it's thinks it's all interesting by, by talking all fancy and like whatever, but it's mm-hmm. just boring because there's just goats and wheat <laughs> and I'm like whatever, all the shit you're about to see a lot more of in this movie. You're looking forward Likely to I like,
0: <laughs> well, there's a lot, there's a lot of like fantasy in this one too, like there are the big giants and like wolves talking.
1: And it's like, like Beowulf. Right. For sure. Yeah.
0: So I, right. I, I, I think I'm going to dig that now. What's funny is, so I have high expectations for. Green Knight yes one movie that's coming out or sequel that I never really I it, it didn't hit me like it did everyone else and maybe it's because <laughs> I didn't know what to expect when you redo a film's history like 40 years later but I, I I think I sort of have mid-tier expectations for Halloween kills
1: okay oh yeah we didn't even talk about this right
0: yeah because the trailer came out and I, I think the idea for the trailer of them all sort of being like you know what fuck this let's go
1: like Frankenstein mobbing it. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. I I think that's really interesting. Sure. But I I I I wasn't like super blown away by that's Halloween twenty eighteen. So right, right, right. What? But what could happen though with the, with that dynamic is, say Green Knight doesn't knock my socks off, but then Halloween. Right, right, no, kills. no. We got
1: no, you, now. You just we got to do this right now. We, it won't take any time. We got to just do this on a. We we, we can make this fancier, but we got to do it on a scale. So you uh, on a scale one to 10, 10 being the, like your expectations going into Halloween 2018 or what? Seven. And you walked out of the theater. Thinking, five. Five. Okay. Okay. So it let you down by two notches, right? Yeah. Okay. So now your expectation about Halloween kills based on the trailer or what?
0: I would say seven. So seven, would say again. seven. Yeah. Okay, just
1: like the last movie. Yeah. So if this movie is better than a five, it beats the last movie yeah (laughs) on your expectations that's why i'm saying that's the interesting part right yeah that's why i'm saying we got to do now all right now your expectation for green knight is what eight okay so it's an eight that's surprised me i thought it'd be higher okay because we can do 0.5 but oh okay okay 8.5
0: because that's what i originally said in my head okay okay so
1: yeah let's do 0.5 because i think that makes it more interesting okay so if it's an 8.5 because i think you're really hyped for this movie yeah So, so, all right. So it's got like, it's got to really do well to get like, whatever. Now what I just want to do one, one off the top of my head. W- what was your expectation level? If you can remember going into hereditary. Oh,
0: 9.5. It was. Yeah.
1: You you, you knew going in, you were going to love that movie. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know anything about her. Well, I, I was... watched it blind. I didn't know anything fucking anything. I didn't expect it to be like, that was his first movie, right? or is that his second movie he did a ton of short films right but that was his first, first i actually i wasn't aware of him so that was my introduction to him and he blew my mind it was like like that movie is my sixth sense like that you know it hit me the way it hit the sixth Sense hit people because right six Sense didn't hit me that way but right i found hereditary interesting and terrifying I, and and came out of nowhere well they had all
0: those all those trailers saying like this generation's exorcist so yeah, I, but they
1: all trailers say that. Like, I've, I've, there was something I've about, become blind there, there to that. There
0: was something about that trailer. Like, when they said it, they meant it. Right. <laughs> like, See, that's they, the interesting
1: they, thing is that you smelled that out. I missed it because I just at all at all movies claim that now. So I just like I just I tuned that out and then I went in being like I didn't even know what to expect from this movie. I didn't know what it was about going into it. So it blew my mind, right? But yeah, but um, that so like but your reaction you knew going in, so that's not interesting because you knew going into. Hereditary, that you were gonna love it. Um, Okay. Didn't they also
0: have the marketing piece of people's heart rate during the movie come out? Wasn't that for Hereditary? Hereditary.
1: That feels like a paranormal activity thing to me. (laughs) Maybe they did. I
0: thought they did it for Hereditary. I I must have
1: missed all Hereditary's marketing. I I I
0: could. I could be. I could be wrong. But like, I remember even when it played at like the film festivals. I forget which ones. If it was like. cons or uh, what's the other one the,
1: well South by southwest or whatever whatever but, the fuck it, when,
0: it, when i remember when it was playing in those like people were like uh this is a this is very scary <laughs> interesting
1: like, see i i i saw like i got that that was my experience of the witch coming because the witch trailer scared the hell out of everybody yeah like no it took it took time for everyone to turn on this movie. It had to come out, and then people had to, yeah, you know, yeah, right? But but like at the, before it came out, pretty much I think a lot, most people were excited about it because the terror the trailer was authentically terrifying. It was legendary, mm-hmm. right? So like I was pretty excited about it because I I mean my favorite writer Shakespeare. I'm not going to be intimidated by like that setting. Yeah. Right? So like I was fine. I was like, you know, I like Salem witch trial stuff. I like whatever. This will be good. So. I was like, I probably my expectation for The Witch was eight going into it, right? So I I was there, I was where you were with Redditary going in. Where'd you leave? Ten, off the scale. It's my favorite, it's my favorite, it's my favorite recent horror movie. It's the only, it's the only horror movie I know, I know. I don't, we shouldn't be talking about this because I'm just remaking everyone mad. But it's my favorite, it's my favorite horror movie since um, like maybe Mulholland Drive. But that's gonna make me sound too like 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 obscure movies because like I like the good stuff. I love The Descent and The mm-hmm. Ring and like all that shit. Like it's not like it has to be like weird for like whatever. It's just for some reason I don't even think The Witch. That's the thing that makes me mad about like The People who Attack The Witch. Like I get that the setting is a little weird and the and the language is a little weird, but the story is like super straightforward. The story is not trying to like do like Lynchian time jumps or mind Like it's a very Pretty straightforward story. Like these people were already way out in nature. Then they got into an argument with their own community. And then they exiled themselves too far out into nature where you shouldn't go. And out there there's some evil stuff lurks. <laughs> the evil stuff took them people down. Go missing. Right. People go missing. The evil stuff took them down, possessed them and undermined them where it could. And then eventually led to their downfall. And then may or may not have, raised up someone that they turned as an agent of their own. I mean, it's not like a complicated fucking story. So when everyone's like, oh, it's so weird. I'm like, what? What? Why is it so weird? What it's we like... should do
0: for people who hate the witch, give them like a connect the dots and be like, fill this out for me, please. <laughs> right. Was,
1: I, yeah, I don't get, I mean, I get hating it. I just don't get hating it because it's like this weird, like hard to figure out thing. It's not, but but the the, the, the point is that the, I was where you are with the expectation. I'm going to be really interested to in see with the Green Knight because my expectation level for the Green Knight Is going to be super weird. I mean, right? Where do you, where do you? Because I grew up reading and teaching kind of this stuff a little bit, right? Like, so, like, I like this is one of my absolute favorite stories from that time period. It's one of the few actually spooky ones, right? Like, you know how, like, We all know as horror fans that like the ones who still are capable of being scared, not the ones who pretend like nothing ever scares me and that's boring, but like the ones who still are imagined enough to like engage with the movie enough where it might give them a jump or something. Right. Like when you're, when we all know that a lot of the classics, when you're watching like Dracula or Frankenstein or whatever Wolfman, they're not capable of being scary. You can't even imagine yourself into being scared by those, Mm -hmm. but you can imagine yourself being scared by Nosferatu. We all know it. You exactly. could be like high at two in the morning and like Nosferatu, you went to sleep and left the, something running. And when you wake up, you see like Nosferatu on like a huge screen, like looming at you. Like th- I, that can still, like, unsettling. that can still be unsettled.
0: I'd never right? been like, wow,
1: a handsome Bulgarians behind me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the, the right, exactly. That's right, Exactly. That's the point. Well, you know, the, the, the this is also that it, it's one of the few legitimately scary ones. Mm -hmm. right so where would you where do you place expectations
0: for Green Knight that's what I
1: mean is that poem is one of the few actually scary poems so this movie better be fucking good it should be I have like 9.5 because that's a masterpiece that's like telling me you're that's like telling me you're making a movie out of like the Iliad or or you know Macbeth or something I mean that's one of the great works of art of man ever written so like right (laughs) like it better be good it's a smart group, they know what they're doing, they know the material, right? Like actually, I like actually actually I'm I'm explaining it I'm explaining it badly. I'm explaining it a little too too much literary. Let me let me explain it like this. To anyone who who to for that that green night for that time period was their Hill House. Whoever wow. whoever lived then, who when the Hill House came out, however you felt about Hill House coming out as a horror fan, whatever you were told. Going into what to expect from Hill House, because it comes from this book and, you know, this movie tradition. Like when you said Green Knight, that's how it would have sounded. To them. They would have heard Hill House. That's how they would have felt about it. <laughs> and Hill House right. rocked. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's it's yeah. that it's that level. Right. So my anything I expect from the Green Knight is any level of expectation I had for Hill House. They're exactly the same to me. Does it make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Sweet.
0: All right, well, we're going to explore this. Yeah, we're going to explore this. And also, we're going to
1: come back and and do... We're going to watch some Fear Street.
0: Yeah. Because now you got me interested. God, I hope it's better than the first (laughs) one. I'll scan the
1: first one and aggravate myself, and then I'll watch the part part two and hope it's better. There was
0: something that you you reminded me of. You reminded me of this TikTok when you were saying they have stuff to create. Mm -hmm. It's not really horror-related, but I thought it was hilarious and I wanted to say it on the podcast. There was a stand-up comic who was talking about. He's like, I think clay is amazing. People make like, you know, life-size things. I mean, he goes, the learning curve. I have a lot of respect for the clay artist. The learning curve is crazy. It's like step one, make a cylinder. Step two, Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I thought that was the best joke I'd seen in a long time. It's fucking awesome. Actually. <laughs> so step two, Ray. Le- I like how he picked step Ray one, Liotta. Cylinder. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ray Liotta's got a really interesting look. You're going to need a lot of nuance. Yeah, and he's in that Newark trailer. <laughs> yeah, which is also incredible.
0: Sweet. Okay, All right. well, let us know what you think of expectations. Uh, what films... You're yeah, when expecting-
1: has that ever impacted you, where you were felt really let down or really super surprised or your expectations were affected by something specific you heard about it going into it or you know something that was happening in your life while it was happening? Like, you know, my expectation level for The Invisible Man was... Like that era to me had a creepy vibe to it because the pandemic was just arriving. Yeah, <laughs> and we were not aware that it was. We were sort of aware something was going on, but we didn't know how. Like what was going to happen, and so that's mm-hmm. a really spooky time period. So like that movie has a very spooky vibe to me, spookier than what's actually in the movie. I'm sure. Like the Invisible Man is probably you know it's really good. I'm sure whatever, but that it, the Invisible Man is always going to be like really spooky to me because it comes from a spooky time.
0: I agree with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know what you think of expectations. I'm excited to like view every movie we watch now. Like how I feel going into right. it. Right. Yeah. Cause afterwards. I'm stoked to see you agree. And, and then why or why not do I feel that way? So let us know cool. in an iTunes review, five stars preferably, <laughs> you know, s- slide us over, you know, one of those bad dudes. Subtle. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, my expectations of getting reviews is a, is a 10. <laughs> so, so don't, Wow. Don't break We're me to expectations. Don't harsh my mellow, dude. <laughs> you
1: set a high bar yeah. for your ass. <laughs> I I feel like we'll
0: get one review from that.
1: I, 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 that's all we need. I feel like we'll get one, but I feel like it's a coin toss that is going to be either good or terrible because that was really Oh, geez. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I feel good. I'll put, I'm... You did the Fargo OGs. That should save it. That's because yeah. I just watched Fargo. <laughs> you did? Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you what? It exceeded it. my expectations. <laughs> You literally said it, just like okay, yeah. No, I, 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 I as part of
0: next summer movie extravaganza, where I watch one movie every day. That Fargo was the last one, and That's, I think, oh, I, think right. I think tonight. No wonder you sound like Fargo. Yeah, I think tonight I'm watching Election, so I'll sound like Matthew <laughs> oh, Brock or Bruce Witherspoon tomorrow. So <laughs> good. So who knows? Okay, until next time. Stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies. Talk to you later next time. Leave you guys. Bye.